Welcome to the Mind Body Business Podcast. Have you ever considered your superpower? If you had one gift to leave with humanity, what would that be? We believe that everyone possesses a superpower. This is your value proposition, your je ne sais quoi to help make a tangible difference in the world. Each week, our show explores these superpowers with tantalizing thought seeds germinating only from the power of collective thought. We invite you to join us for one hour each week and listen in as we dispense superpower knowledge from great people doing greater things. Um, number one, I'm Devo. This and I'm Lisa Devo. Staff. And we're going to record a Mind Body Business podcast today on why you should never apologize if your apology is insincere. So, so let me just preface this by right before we started the podcast, literally seconds ago, you called me a crazy psycho. I'm not sorry. Did you, you are did a you bit mean... psychotic. <laughs> did you mean that? And do you need to apologize right now? Do you want me to be sincere or insincere? <laughs> My insincere <laughs> apology is fuck no. My sincere <laughs> apology is I'm not going to give it to you because you are a bit bat crazy and you know that. All right. Let's show an example of an insincere story. Okay, I have a good example. When I was a kid. No, wait a second. Oh, you want me to give you an example? Yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like the head shake. How about an eye roll, too? Sorry. Okay, so tell me about when you were a kid. All right, here's the perfect example of insincere apologies. For whatever reason, I was convict number one growing up as a child. No matter what happened in the house, it was always my fault. No matter what. <laughs> I could have been fucking away at grandma's in the basement hiding from just getting beaten. And somehow, somewhere at the house, something that went wrong still would have been my fault. And so when I would get back home or whenever the problem would be observed by said father, I would be called into the correspondence room to, <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> to write down my sins so i proceeded to write down go fuck yourself i'm not wrong which would be followed by a backhand to the head a drowning in the apple dunking booth and invariably a lashing by my own twig that i had to take off the tree outside so, it's not funny i'm sorry sorry so i learned sorry. to since i learned to sincerely insincerely apologize to my dad so when I was in the correspondence room, when I found out that I had just broken a vase that I hadn't broken, I'd be like, oh, my God, I, you know, I was really hungry. So I was trying to come up to get the saltine cheese crackers that I've been eating for the last six years straight with mustard on the top. And I dropped the vase that means absolutely nothing because your grandma fucking gave it to you, you asswipe. Oh, okay, that won't beat you. I only hit you today. Thank you, Father. I'm leaving the correspondence room now. <laughs> this may need to be edited out. It's not getting edited out. <laughs> I would like an oh. example of an insincere apology to you, but you never, ever, because you are stubborn, even though you know you are wrong sometimes, ever apologize to me. I'm sorry, but I'm never wrong. Was that sincere or insincere? It was sincere. Okay. Well, here's your first problem. Let's have a session right now. I'd like you to lay down. <laughs> Real example. Have you ever had to apologize to a client? And you insincerely apologize to a client, even though you know that they were in the wrong, but you just were sort of like, I'm just going to be the diplomat here and apologize. Yeah. Mm, how'd that make you feel? Dirty. 
So did you go home and basically <laughs> just eat a bar of soap so you could cleanse yourself? Oh, that leads me to another story. Just... <laughs> All right, we have a meeting with the client, so let's get okay. to the point here, sincerely and authentically. Okay. So sometimes you do need to bite the bullet and apologize. Well, but yeah. it's good business practice and personal practice, seeing that it, it gets to that situation and there is a need to apologize, there's also a situation that needs to be addressed. It comes into communicating, listening, understanding, and changing all the things that you do well. Yeah, I do a lot of yeah. things wrong, and I'm going to tell you a story about that. But I would just like to make the point that, that your idea of my sincerity and my need to apologize is not my responsibility to live up to. That's something that you need to address internally, obviously, because we both know that I'm never wrong. So that being okay. said, are we getting personal here? No, we are not getting personal. Okay. I'm just joking. So the other day we got in an argument. We're getting personal then. We are. And, okay. and I had a position and you had a position. Mm -hmm. And after listening to your eloquence and of course your tears, which I can't say no to, I, I, I felt the Could need to turn them on like that. I felt the <laughs> I felt the need to apologize to you because while my position wasn't necessarily wrong, nor was yours, it was the manner in which I dealt with my position that was wrong. And I realized that through listening to you and, and understanding your perspective. And so my apology wasn't my apology was sincere to you, but it wasn't about the problem per se. Mm -hmm. It was it was the manner in which I dealt with it. And so to answer the question, should you ever apologize if your apology is insincere? My take on that would be absolutely not. However, how can you reposition your apology, not necessarily so that you can save face and have grace on your own side because of your ego, but how can you learn to apologize about something that you could recognize that even though you still feel you're correct, you're only coming at it from your own personal context and you had your own context and you thought you were right. And so, I, I looked at it from the perspective of what lesson is there to learn from this situation here so that going forward, I can apologize for my behavior around it because it wasn't appropriate. And what lesson can I learn from that? Because that's the whole point of apologizing, right? If you're apologizing for something, you're admitting your fault. And so you can't. It's not, sorry, I got caught. Yeah, you, that's a good point. But you, you can't admit fault to something if you're insincere about the fact that you're not at fault, right? So how can you reframe that to say, okay, this is not a one-to-one -one relationship. This is a one plus one equals three situation. I'm sorry that we got in an argument. I'm sorry with how I handled it. And I'm sorry that I didn't just take a deep breath and realize this is not worth fighting. How do we and, move forward? And how do we move forward? Because in, in the scheme of things, what we were arguing about was pedantic. There was nothing to it. So, so how many people get into a situation that all of a sudden it escalates? Not that we ever escalate, but you know, it escalates to a point. Yeah. It escalates to a point, and honestly, you're you're just you're just so cheesed off. You're mad. You're infuriated. You want to win. You want to win this, and in the midst of that, you're still re trying to remember why you even started. Yeah. What, what was the initiating thing? And sometimes you can't even remember. Yeah. Sometimes you're just in a bad mood. Sometimes yeah. it's it's one more thing, you know, straw that broke the camel's back, sort of thing. But a lot of times you can't even remember that that initial thing you're absolutely spot on and in this case that was exactly why i apologized to you because in in after we had our argument i realized that the reason we were arguing wasn't even the reason that we initially started the argument in the first place it was because of how i responded to you and how you responded to me and then mm -hmm. we both thought began stubborn about it etc cetera, etc cetera, when in fact the reason for my responding to you in the first place was the completely external circumstance mm -hmm. that occurred to me that had me cheesed off as you mm -hmm. say
So I think taking that, whether it's personal or business, there's a lot of things that affect us personally, even in business. Sometimes we're a little bit insulted, our feelings are hurt or whatever. Mm. And we use that, that hurt and it escalates. And I think for us, the one thing that we need to do in, in personal and business is just walk away. Yeah. Take some space and kind of align your thoughts and what you want to say. Because once you say those words or once you react to a client or what, and if you do it in a way that looking back on it, you're going to be embarrassed, it's not worth it. Yeah, that, I, I love all those points and they're all strong points. And, and to further that, to further that, what you said, so that I can just talk, so that I can hear myself talk. Um, on, <laughs> on, our, <laughs> on our business, let me just repeat what you just said. On our business call today, Cynthia, our business coach. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, welcome to the to the Fight Club. What oh happens at Fight Club stays in Fight Club. I know. I just, you just <laughs> you won't be sorry. <laughs> let me show you the personal handshake I have. Okay, it's a secret so, one. Yeah, it's secret. So put your eye muffs on. <laughs> then we do bump heads. Then we do You're so right. big. So on the call today, Cynthia had a, had us take us through an exercise on listening. Mm -hmm. So this is adding to your point. The exercise was how often do we actually engage with the other person talking? So shut up while I'm talking. How often do we actually engage while the other person is talking and listen to what they're saying without interrupting them and let them finish in their thoughts and actively listening without our own personal objective tied to what they're saying. So for example, calling it winning. Yeah. How, how often do we listen to win? And if you think about your conversation and, and this is an exercise when you're speaking to somebody today, whether it's a random stranger or your mom or your kid or your partner, how, how can you detach from your own personal objectives around their conversation and actively listen and, and listen to them to hear what they're saying? And as my grandfather used to say to me, um, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, Debbie. So pay attention to what I'm saying and stop talking before I backhand your ass. And I was like, pops. <laughs> Debbie. Yeah. So the point is, is what you just said is like a lot of times when people are, are talking or arguing, as the case may be, and trying to prove a point that we were right and not apologizing because we think we're right, is that if we just stop for a minute and walk away from the situation or breathe for a minute and just detach from it, you know, you get a bad email, it sets you off, or your boss says something to you and it sets you off, or somebody in the cubicle next door it sends you the wrong TPX report and they send you a bad email. You know, instead of writing back, hey, you dumb piece of shit, listen to me, I'll meet you in the alley right behind cubicle seven, you just walk away, go do your smoke break, go get a, a, whatever it is you do to step out of the space. Some people smoke in cubicles. They step outside. I've seen it before. I used to work in the corporate world. It's like, Jerry, that's the seventh cigarette break you've taken since 9 a.m. this morning. It's only now 9.46. Just saying, bro. Productivity. So <laughs> boss wants to see productivity. So how can you step away from that, keep your ego out of the equation, listen with two ears, and just be qualitatively in the conversation? Are you asking me? Yeah, no, I'm just saying it's really more of a statement than, mm. than, than a question. So how, how can, but I, I how think can we, need we to do process. that? I think we need to process in all situations. Again, it's personal and business. You know, you sometimes, you, you know, something hits you at the wrong time and you react in a way that you wouldn't normally react. And you don't want to put something out there, say words, type words, send words, whatever, that you really are going to regret mm -hmm. and make you look like a jerk. Mm -hmm. Well, that, it's, that's exactly what happened to me because I, I got so upset at the fact that I felt like you weren't listening to me that I actually ended up being a jerk because I was like – You're a loud talker. Everyone can hear you. You just interrupted are... my thoughts. Thank you for paying attention <laughs> to your own wisdom here. So 
I, I actually, I, I actually was apologetic for that that fact because yeah. I didn't take a deep breath. I didn't listen. I didn't take that step back as you're suggesting I should have. I was just like automatically like I gotta prove my point. Whatever she's saying is wrong. She's wrong. I'm right. She's wrong. I'm right. And and, and it, uh, I'm doing the exact same thing. Yeah, and we're both doing it, and, and we just missed the point of the conversation. And we're gonna tell a story about a client of mine mm-hmm. yesterday who told me something. But to make this purposeful for our listeners. Yeah. All three of them. My mom is now four. Um, <laughs> you know, in dealing with your personal lives and your relationships and your business relationships, et cetera, it, it may be the case that you're not necessarily wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But it's our job to – people are paying us money to do something. Mm-hmm. Or our children are trying to learn from us as their inspirators and their guides. Or our partners are trying to – we're trying to get along. We're trying to have an amicable relationship. How can we take – and whatever the situation is – the argument, mm-hmm. the 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 catalyst that incited yeah. me in the first place. How can I take that and a step back first and foremost mm-hmm. and just kind of let the situation do what it does, right? Take that, diffuse mm-hmm. that energy, mm-hmm. and then number two, when I do choose to encounter with you and have this conversation, how can we reframe it as an opportunity for us both to walk away as winners? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a way? No, I I love that because I think as well in business you need to do that. If if something keeps coming up, or even if it's a one off. There's a reason for that. So where did you drop the ball or where did you miscommunicate to your client that there's a, a, a misunderstanding there somewhere? They were expecting something else. You're expecting they don't see what you're doing behind the scenes, whatever it is. Somehow there needs to be a way to clear that so that you're both happy. Mm-hmm. And this is another soft example of that. Um, we have a client right now who's waiting for us to give them a proposal to take on basically their business partnership for, with them for the next year. Mm-hmm. And they're waiting for our proposal. But before we can send them that proposal, we have been tasked with another exercise to, to determine their existing content. And so everything is context, right? Mm-hmm. So she has a perspective of, hey, I've given you guys this assignment two weeks ago. Why haven't I received some this proposal back yet? Like, do you want the business? And so I, you know, I got on the phone or texted her yesterday. And not, not that she was being acrimonious to us. She's fantastic. They're wonderful. Yeah, they're wonderful. But, but it's a soft example, but she has a context of where's my delivery date. I've got, I have deliverables mm-hmm. and our co- context is we don't want to just charge you a, a, a scrupulous fee. We want to be able to make sure that we're adding real value to this exercise. Absolutely. So I need time and attention to go through all of your existing content, which no offense, it's a bit didactic right now. I need to see, can I actually use this or am I going to charge your asses to make more content? And so I so, told her that and she was like, totally makes sense. I yeah. just, you know, I was only yeah. saying, yeah. So yeah. So it comes down to the C word. Context. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Communicate. Oh, that's right. No. Lying to me. Yeah, context. Always. Communicate. Context, communicate, <laughs> collaborate. Oh, I like that. Conversation. Conversation. Can't think of any other C words. Collateral? No. Conditional? Stay conditional. away from <laughs> stay away from conditional situations with yes. people. So if your apology is insincere and you come into the fray with Hey, I'll apologize to her if you know she only does something back for me. Then right off the bat, a that's the wrong motivation, the wrong objective, and you're only going to be met with more um, deference to you yeah. because it shouldn't be conditional. If you're going to truly apologize, go into it with a reason to apologize. Be sincere about why you have your take on it, and try to find a win-win scenario for both of them. And sometimes you just have to swallow your ego and be like, dude. I'm actually wrong here. I totally fucked up. It's my bad. You're right. Mm-hmm. And, and if you can't do that, you probably need to have some more self-awareness around all of your situations and your juxtaposition on life. It's a lot of good words there. Well, my mom said I was a wordsmith, but that's because I carried a thesaurus around with me. Where <laughs> whenever people were watching TV, I was memorizing big words. I thought you said you were playing with your fingers. <laughs> and I did that too. But before I learned how to read, I was making mistakes in my hands. After I learned how to read, I carried a thesaurus everywhere. 
I would just randomly, like I had Tourette's, just spit out big words. Grandpa would be like, two ears, one mouth, remember? <laughs> <gasps> okay, right. so we're sorry for this podcast. No, we're not. No, we're we, not. We're sorry that we're a bit didactic and disorganized sometimes, but we're not sorry. Like We love having the conversations. And this whole thing, talking about, you know, saying sorry and it being conditional and all of that, we're all about relationships. Mm. And if these situations come up, this is one way of either making or breaking a relationship, mm -hmm. isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so your final takeaway from this is... Are you going to tell the story of your client? Which one? Oh, uh, yeah. So we only, have a lot, we only have a, a lot of minutes. So um, I had a client call me yesterday. Went, ended up in a really, really cool conversation with her. She's celebrating an anniversary, and she wanted to do something special. She heard about um, our experience photography shoots that we do. Shameless plug. Mm. Call me if you want more information. Call me. <laughs> and that's not fair because I invite you into these shoots, and I told her that you were going to be there. Okay. So don't take it back. Don't call you. I'm sorry. All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, we got into this conversation about how she has been dating. Um, she has been with her husband for over 20 year, 22 years. She went to middle school with him. They became high school sweethearts, and they've been together ever since. And she's like, he truly is my best friend, and everything we do is, is something that we just do together, and we want to celebrate in a unique way. We've never really had a cool photo shoot together, blah, 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 blah. And we saw how amazing you were, and we just – Okay, this is a little – this is <laughs> – Anyway, we got into this conversation around, she's like, you know, we do have, and I asked her, I was like, you, what do you mean you never have arguments? Everybody has arguments. She's like, well, let me rephrase that. I do have arguments, but we have a very specific technique that we've put into place a few years ago on when we argue so that we can diffuse the situation. And, and, and we may stay, steal this, right? And we are going to steal this. So I'm, I'm, I'm letting you use that towel that I mopped up the floor yesterday. <laughs> so her technique is this, is, is each of them have a towel, his and her towel. And they hang it in their bathroom. And this is part metaphorical, part literal. And whenever they feel an argument brewing or they have a disagreement about something and they don't see eye to eye, whether, you know, it can be something as simple as what are you having for dinner tonight? Or, uh, you know, maybe somebody had a responsibility or whatever it is. It could be anything, literally anything. She said they both look at each other and say it's time for the dirty towel. And they go back. They literally walk down to their room. They each pick up their towels. They walk it back to their washroom. And they... They start the wash machine and they put their towels in there and they say, now it's time to clean our towel. And then when the towel is done cleaning, we'll regroup and reconvene here right now so that we can take our clean towel and start over. And so, so no fighting, no trying to make your point, no, talking, no getting period. the last word. They're not None allowed to that. talk. They're not allowed to engage in anything around the conversation. And um, her name is Toshiba. So thank you. And Ronnie, Toshiba and Ronnie. Um, and we're going to be photographing them on June 26th for their 17th anniversary 23 years together and um we have this really cool plan but anyhow so the thing is is they don't engage in anything around that conversation in fact they don't even talk to each other until the wash machine has ended its cycle and then they regroup and pull it out and she said by that time we're like we're just laughing at each other because invariably the the dilemma we were disagreeing about was scrupulous to begin with and it had just no there's no reason to argue about it mm -hmm, and it was mm -hmm. like so it dissipated mm -hmm. and they diffused the whole situation so what if they are still cheesed off at each other um they both have battle axes that they carry no. next to the towels <laughs> they just hack each other out I, they don't she said it never had a situation where it didn't diffuse i thought you said they took it to another level too no i didn't mm. that was you trying to take it to me to another level okay um thank you for watching our podcast i'm Devo. this is Lisa, stop. Lisa, this is Mind Body Business. If you like this show, can you get off your lazy ass and put a comment below? Whoa, like sorry, it. sorry, he said that, <laughs> and that was sincere. I'm really sorry I said that. Like it, comment on it because your patronage helps us grow our business and our podcast so that we can get our in 
intellectual thought seed into other people's homes and basically just want to take over your little electronic screen so that you're constantly watching us. We are right about everything. Anything else? I'm sorry about that too. Until next time, see you on the other side.